0: Break down, break down, take down. Everybody walks into the crowded line. Break down, take down. You busted.
1: Shake down, break break down, take down. Just about the time you think that it's all right, break down, take down. You
2: busted. I-
3: Car Guy radio show.
4: I say this calls for action and now nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. What you talking
1: about? What you talking about Willis? What you talking? What you talking? What you talking about Willis? 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 What you talking? What you talking? What you talking about Willis? What you talking about Willis? What you talking about Willis?
3: Maintenance lies today <laughs> on the Christian Car Guy Show. Bob, let me hear your best, what you talking about, Willis. What you dumb about, Willis? <laughs> you need to change that air in your tires, Bob. Here you go. Try it again. What you dumb about, Willis? <laughs> so, I, we're talking about, you know, when you go to the Firestone or you go to the Jiffy Lube or wherever you go to get your car serviced, and all of a sudden they come up with this very interesting list of things that they say your car needs. Actually, we have Bill Mixon in the studio with us today, kind of a guest appearance, but you had this very thing happen, right? Yeah, I
5: took my car in to get the oil changed. I went to a convenient place instead of the place I really, really, really trust, and lo and behold, when I come back to pick it up, they had a long list of things they thought that I should do immediately.
3: Yeah, and...
0: Changing the air in the tires is one that I'm not familiar with.
3: <laughs> you know, did it get stale or it gets a lot of water in it? I'm tall. <laughs> you oh, know, man. They're, 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 I've heard it. I've actually heard it. So, you know, you may have had this happen, and and so on the Christian Car Guy show today, we're trying to get at the truth, right? I work for the Truth Network, and truth is very important, and on all sorts of levels. So I have compiled some maintenance statements for you, our audience, to guess at. Is this statement true or false? And because we've been doing this promotion with Red Roof Inns, we have one more VIP voucher, which is good at over five hundred Red Roof Inns all over America. You just go in and you hand them this voucher. You don't even have to have a reservation, Bob. I'll take it. You'll take it. And all you have to do—we're going to everybody that calls in with an answer to one of my posers today (laughs) you get a shot at it so get ready to call us at 866-348-7884-866-34 truth if you're digitally gifted and since these are all true or false we're guessing you you might you might appear that you would have a 50 50 chance here bob what
0: you talking about willis
3: (laughs) (laughs) so number one on the hit parade of my eight questions is you need to flush your brake fluid every spring true or false number two you need to change your oil every 3,000 miles, true or false. You need to flush your transmission fluid every 30,000 miles, true or false. You need a tune-up every 50,000 miles, true Day or false. Near the car. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you're calling in 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Here you go. Number five, you need a front alignment, front end alignment every three months. Or I'll go with a four wheel alignment if you want to use that one. Every three months, you need that. 866 348 7884. You need to winterize your coolant system every fall. True or false? You need to rotate your tires every oil change. True or false? Call us. Those are the eight questions. You could win that voucher, 866-348-7884. As we said, it would appear you have a 50-50 chance. (laughs) But the scary thing, you know, about all lies is there's usually some truth in there. So this isn't as easy as it may sound, but we're going to have some fun. You call us, 866-348-7884. And since we have Bill Mixon here with us, I actually had a situation with our Jesus labor of love this week. that just kind of broke my heart, and I had a dear friend. And another situation that broke my heart right along the same issues of, wow, this is kind of a real simple insurance question I would have thought that people could answer. But clearly a lot of people don't understand it because I, I'm, I'm serious. They lost thousands of dollars this week because they did not have a simple type of insurance that Bill and I are going to talk about coming up in the show. Then in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, Bob. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for standing, for understanding. Owner's manuals in prayer. There's a simple lesson I think we can glean on basic discipleship and prayer as it relates to how you use the owner manual for your car. And we're going to talk about that coming up in our last segment in our appraisal by The Real Black Book. As always, want to tell you, you can find all this stuff at ChristianCarGuy.com, the Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And we certainly had all sorts of crises this week that we were blessed to be able to deal with. And, of course, there's a car show calendar there at the website. So if you want to know where there's a car show in your area, ooh, there's hundreds, literally, <laughs> on our website at ChristianCarGuy.com uh car show calendar and then of course our podcast of all our previous shows and christian car guy theater jailhouse justice part 14 we just had it last week all those are free and easy enough to check out all right we already have several callers lined up which i'm very excited about this aren't you bill
5: yes wonderful topic
3: you're gonna find out if you needed to change your brake fluid like they told you we have stephanie in our true or false question stephanie you're on the christian car guy show good morning
1: Good morning.
3: Where are you calling from, Stephanie?
1: I'm um, Greensboro, North Carolina.
3: Wonderful, wonderful. Close by. So, which yes, question did you it. feel led to hammer down on?
1: <laughs> well, I have to tell you, all of them resonate with me. I used to be really bad about, you know, maintenance on my car until it was too late and uh, the oil burned up. So the one about the 3,000 miles, Change in the oil. I think that was
3: the question, right? Yeah, and that's a yes. You need to definitely do that by every three thousand miles. All right, Bob, you heard it from D- Stephanie. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> well, the interesting thing about all is there's a critical a partial ding. It's uh, a partial ding. We we couldn't oh, okay. agree with you more that you got to change your oil absolutely yes. but the intervals are different based on different cars and they're different based on um types of oil different types of oil and different types of driving right. so like if you drive a taxi <laughs> and you're downtown all the oh. time and you know wow you may need to change your oil more than every 3,000 miles but if that makes
1: sense. And some can go to 5,000, I've heard, but right. I wouldn't risk it.
3: <laughs> but once you've been burned... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You have hard that way in college. You know, so where I fall on that is your owner's manual is this wonderful resource. And it will give you what kind of oil it recommends and also the intervals that it should be changed at. And some cars... In the case of General Motors cars, they actually have an indicator that tell you, "Wow, it's time to change your oil," and they are monitoring your oil system to see, you know, how it's doing. So, yes, you know, most
5: of them you just preset a mileage to kick
3: out on a Well, it's
0: um it's a, it well, gives you an oil percentage uh, uh, that one out there does, and the, yeah. a couple of the rollbacks at the junkyard. What were you, what were
3: you saying, Stephanie?
1: I was going to say if you go to a, a good professional, um, you know. Service, place where they service cars um many times they'll send you a mailer I get a mailer reminder when it's getting close to have my oil changed again, which is really really nice
3: oh I agree and the, and the other thing my wife just flips out if they do not put her sticker in the window to tell her to remind her what mileage that it needs to be put at but there's, oh, absolutely there's something to consider in all that and and I you know I'd much rather err on the side of getting it changed more often than not often enough. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> I would say that most cars is really, you know, if you check your owner's man, you're going to find most cars are definitely fine at 5,000 miles. And yeah. one time I went to Volkswagen training school. They gave us a really important lesson I've never forgotten. They said the less you can have a mechanic touch your car, the better off you are. <laughs> And they said that when they originally started making the Volkswagen Beetle, they put in the, uh, in the maintenance schedule to adjust the valves every 2,500 miles. And they were blowing engines on an average of like 60% of the Volkswagens in the country were blowing engines in the first 5,000 miles. You know why? Because the Boy. mechanics were tightening the valves too much because they were adjusting them. So they just changed it every 5,000 miles, and their warranty claims were cut by you know 90% you know how they got him cut the other 10 percent? they didn't have him check the valves anymore uh-huh. <laughs> because wow. again if if a mechanic is gonna you know i can't tell you how many times they've wrenched off oil filters oil plugs you know uh-huh. not saying that you, you yeah, know what i'm saying I, yeah i have okay. that that was the other so, thing they did to me i'm not saying don't change your oil when it needs to be done i'm definitely saying that and go by your owner's manual but getting it done too often you know, it's one of those things. So this is why we're having the discussion. Stephanie, you're so brave for calling in. Thank you. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you so much.
3: And we got so much more Christian Car Guy coming up. Jenny is in Raleigh. And we need you. 866-348-7884. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Break down, take, take down. down, everybody wants into the crowded line. Break down, take, take
3: down, down. down. you busted. Maintenance, maintenance, <coughs> maintenance lies today <laughs> on the Christian Car Guy Show. You need to change the air in your tires. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? That's what we're talking about. So I have compiled, with the help of my two friends here, Bob, my. Trusty Christian Junkyard guy, and Bill Mixon, our trustee insurance guy, we have compiled these eight questions to give you a chance at true or false to see whether or not you need to have this kind of maintenance. Are these lies or are they truth? Are they true or are they false? Here you go. You need to flush your brake fluid every spring. True or false? You need to change your oil every 3,000 miles. True or false? You need to flush your transmission fluid every 30,000 miles. True or Can't false? find that little handle you're supposed to push down. You need a tune-up every 50,000 miles, true or false. You need a front-end alignment every three months. You need to winterize your coolant system every fall. You need to change your cabin air filter every spring. You need to rotate your tires every oil change. And we want you to call us with your answers. We're going to give away a VIP certificate. good to any red roof in America with no blackout dates or anything. You just present it when you stay, which... My wife and I actually stayed at a Red Roof Inn when we were taking our daughter to college this week. It was really, really nice. We've stayed there recently, and uh, uh, we were very pleased. 866-348-7884. What, is, what say you? 866-348-7884. We have Jenny is in Raleigh. Jenny, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning.
2: Hi, good morning.
3: Which question <laughs> did you feel compelled to give us the answer to?
2: Okay, well, I feel like I'm cheating, but recently <laughs> I went to the take Five oil change and spoke to the guy at length about my vehicle. Um, I've got 251,000 on a 1998
3: Isuzu. so that's a good remind right me that
2: trans- transmission fluid needs to be changed every 30,000 miles. Is that right?
3: Well. Once again, <laughs> yes and no. It, it, it certainly is the case in many, many, many cars. And I'm going to guess what year. Did you say it was a Subaru? Um, no, it is an Isuzu
2: Trooper. It's a 1998. And I just had the transmission replaced about oh. uh, three months ago.
3: Yeah, I would, I would guess you when it comes to a 1998 or 9 Isuzu Troopers, which were awesome cars. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would say you're probably right, but your owner's manual will tell you. And, and okay. therein lies the issue. Well, I remember having a vehicle
5: one time that had over 150,000 miles on it, and the transmission people said that it might cause more problems than it solved by putting it in,
3: flushing Well, it if out. Th- therein lies another issue, which, you know, that's the neat thing about all these questions is there's all sorts of answers to them that – if you didn't change your oil in your transmission when you were supposed to, then putting new, fresh transmission fluid in can mess the seals up and cause you to have a problem because you've failed to do it on the interval time. But again, getting back to the premise of I'm hoping that you know people will look in their owner's manual and there it will tell you exactly because nowadays— You're supposed to keep that thing? Yeah, nowadays, actually, uh, a lot of the import cars have long life— transmission fluid and and from what i understand some of them are saying they're good for life that there's no no longer a service in the transmission because there's a filter in the transmission that that we had back in the day and we had transmission fluid so things are changing this is not a, a one size fits all issue but i would i'm going to say you're right jenny because on a 98 isuzu trooper every thirty thousand miles sounds like a winner to me
0: especially with right. <clears throat> especially with and it I being do- and is it a new transmission or a used one
2: Um, Well, on an Achuzu Trooper, since they no longer are made, it definitely is a used transmission. But it has a 100,000-mile warranty from AMCO. Sounds like a
0: a remanufactured one.
2: Right. But, you know, 100,000 miles is good.
0: Yes, ma'am. That's absolutely a great warranty. And uh, with it being a a reman, you know, I can – I can say that it's probably a good idea to follow their instructions on this if uh you know the ones that put it in that's who i would consult because they're the ones warranting 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 right. the uh <laughs> transmission uh easy for me to say huh but uh they're the ones doing it and standing behind it so i would follow their specific instructions about fluid changes and not the guy that's wanting to sell you a, a fluid change and uh, I'd consult where you got it from just to make sure that you don't violate their uh,
3: their warranty. Exactly. Yes, sir. Well, thank you, Jenny. God bless you. I appreciate thank you calling you. in God today.
2: bless
3: you. God bless you. Yes, sir.
2: Oh. I listen to you every weekend.
3: Yay. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. It's we good <laughs> to have faithful followers. That's why followers that car's got there, so brother. many miles in it. There you go. <laughs> yes, sir. Good, good job. <laughs> I love those troopers. All right. God bless. All right. We have questions that have yet to be questioned. Like... Do you really need to flush your brake fluid every spring? It might get copper or water in it. There you go. 866-348-7884. You can win a VIP certificate if you're the lucky drawer winning at the end of the show. How about a tune-up every 50,000 miles? Somebody want to take that one on? Do you need a tune-up? How often do you need a tune-up? What do you think? 866 348 7884. There's a lot of questions here, Bill. Uh, my wife tunes me up regular. I need it
5: bad. <laughs> the car doesn't get serviced. She's got to keep me straight.
3: Well, I'm going to just go back to the very first question here while we're waiting on more people who want to jump in because we've got plenty of questions that they can't answer. And and the question is, which is actually a very, very hot topic these days, and it used to be a no-brainer that I know very few people in in mechanical circles that i worked in with domestic cars that would ever consider changing your brake fluid. But that is no longer the case. Well, what confused me was he told me there was water in there and he, you know, it
5: just happens. And then I went to research it. He assured me that because some little sticky head was purple that there was absolutely no doubt we needed to rebuild the car from the bottom up. But <laughs> what I, everything I read said that those tests don't do a daggum thing, finding out whether you've got water in them or not.
3: Well, again, we know that in Bill's case, he has a Jeep. And so that Jeep has an owner's manual. And if you, you could search that owner's manual on that Jeep from front to back, and you won't find anything about changing your brake fluid in there but we will have more discussion on brake fluid and maybe have an opinion but we have these answers true or false 866-348-7884 866-34-TRUTH so much more coming up (laughs)
1: Marvel <laughs> what you talking about Willis make your <laughs> drama make your drama make your what you talking
3: <laughs> about Willis make your job Mar what you talking about Willis Marvel what you talking about Willis make your job your job what you talking about Willis make your job Mar what you talking about Willis maintenance lies today on the Christian car Guy show what you talking about Willis would you tell my you need to change the air in those tires they're looking <laughs> yeah that's what you're talking about willis we are asking these maintenance questions today are they true or false when they tell you oh wow it looks like you need to you know flush your brake fluid it looks like you need to totally flush your coolant system and and those kind of things are they true are they false inquiring minds want to know what is the truth we have chris is in iowa chris is wanting to take on these questions again if you answer if you call in All you have to do is call in, and we'll register you for the VIP trip we're going to give away. Uh, It's not a trip. It's an overnight stay at any, one overnight stay at any Red Roof Inn in America. And Chris, in Iowa, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. How are you?
6: Good, good morning. Good morning. I just got through changing the air in my tires, so I thought I'd give you a call.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Better safe than sorry, Chris. <laughs>
5: you feel better about your ride now. Did you swap yeah, the air yeah. between the tires and
3: just put in brand new fresh? <laughs> yeah. So which, which of our many questions would you like to take on there, Chris? Well, I'm going to let you choose. All right. You need a tune-up every 50,000 miles, true or false?
6: Well, I would say check the owner's manual, but outside of that, uh, most of the vehicles I'm buying uh, are extended farther and farther out. I don't own a car that needs one every 50,000
3: miles. Ding. Ooh, he's oh, good. I, that's good. You, it sounds like you're a Christian <laughs> car guy listener. <laughs> you probably know a lot more than I do. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, that's a great point. In fact, the word tune-up is kind of obsolete from my point of view. and
0: Yeah, because so many of the parts say hey, that used to require the tune-up are, are no longer in there. There's no points. There's Right. No- for us
3: old school people, a tune-up meant points, condenser, spark plugs, you know, air filter. You know, that was... Possibly wires. Right. And sometimes a fuel filter back in the day. What we're talking about in the 60s or the early 70s when, you know, ignition systems were like that. But nowadays, high energy and some spark plugs will go 150,000 miles, right? So, Chris... How, when you think of a tune-up, what do you think of?
6: Um, well, you know, and that's the thing. I don't really think of a tune-up as such because you're doing individual things. You know, you got coil packs and, and everything. So it's, it just depends what you have. You know, uh, I've had plugs go 100,000 miles, and um, I'm driving a vehicle right now with 168,000 on it that I've never done the coil packs on, which I know is probably, uh, and it's my, it's my work vehicle, so I, it's kind of like, I'll wait till it goes on that thing. But um, <laughs> so it, it just I guess it just depends what it is because I don't think of an overall tune-up anymore. Kind of like what you're saying, it just depends uh, which part of the, uh, you know, consumables, if you will, need right. it, you know.
3: So. Right, exactly. And one of my, it's actually a bit of a frustration, is when I get Jesus Labor Love, these are car repair requests for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And it's not unusual at all. For them to just be, I need a tune-up. <laughs> you know, the problem with my car is I need a tune-up. And 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 they've been, I guess, brainwashed, for lack of a better word, into this concept that that a car needs a tune-up every so often. And, you know, is your check engine light on? Is, it, is there something, you know, that's actually wrong with it? Which is really, really helpful, I think, for all people that are bringing their cars in for maintenance is – Tell them what the car is actually doing that's causing you to be concerned. Is it missing? Is it vibrating? Is it shaking? Is it using a bunch of gas? You know, what is it that is actually causing the concern, right, Chris?
6: You know, you also mentioned the uh, check engine light. That could be a myriad of things anymore. For instance, in my vehicle I have right now that I'm driving, um, it comes on every now and then. It's because my fuel sending unit's bad. So it's not that I need to tune up or anything major. And uh frankly, I'm only gonna have the vehicle another year or two. It's not worth changing. I just check my odometer, make sure I fill up before i run, before I run out. So um, you know, there again, there's all sorts of things that can trigger your uh, check engine oh, line. Yeah. And obviously obviously you need to have it checked, you know, but um there again that doesn't necessarily mean it's a it's a big deal.
3: So the truth isn't so easy to get to right. <laughs> but I appreciate you calling in and, and and answering our questions today. God bless. All right, thank you. Thank, thank you, Dick. Chris. Bye-bye. Right. Well, Chris was pretty unknowledgeable there, I can tell. Yes,
0: you, he would not fall for uh, the tricks at, uh, of the trade.
3: Yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't mean to, you know, some people have – now decided that a tune-up means something else, and I don't want to take away your terminology. I mean, if you if you decide that it is that, and you can communicate that, but if you look into I don't know of a single owner's manual I've ever looked at since the '60s that said <laughs> you need a tune-up at a certain mileage interval because that isn't part of what normal maintenance is anymore. And um, it's good kind of adopt the technology and 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 the the verbiage of today if you have a today's car. But if you own a '69 Camaro, oh yeah, yeah, that it needs a tune-up. 'Cause it still has points and condensers and and all those things come with it.
0: Exactly. There's just so many things that well, I used to have preconceived ideas from from the old days and listen to my dad and and this car needs this, then, you know, now and this later and and I was so convinced that if I took and got new plugs and wires in my vehicle I was driving at that time that it was gonna be like a new one. It was gonna have more power and it was gonna be just it was going to oh, change the, dramatically, <laughs> and it changed nothing except my uh, the <laughs> level the right, level, level of my wallet, wallet. you know. <laughs> and uh, it's just uh, things have changed, and and there's so many different different things, and uh, some of our preconceived ideas uh, no longer apply.
3: And, and speaking of preconceived ideas, I did want to. Uh, you're calling in at eight six six three four eight. You, I know you want to win that overnight stay. It's it's awesome the Red Roof Inn, 866 348 866-34-TRUTH. I wanted to get into this insurance since I had Bill here with me today, and it kind of broke my heart um, on a couple issues. I didn't mean to, Robbie. You didn't break my heart. It was a, it was a Jesus Labor Love situation, ah. and, and, and I had this application come in, and this um, situation was that somebody had totally, um, I'm trying to think of the word, abused her car vandalized her car. They had taken a hammer or something to the windshield, broken it all up, you know, den of the fenders, all these different things. And and she couldn't even pass state inspection to be able to go to work because, she, you know, her, her windshield was broken. And that was actually, you know, really grateful to those who were donating to the Jesus Labor Love because without that, this lady wouldn't be going to work. Because Safe Light or whoever it was that came out this week and did her, you know, we, was done through the donations of the Jesus Labor Love. But my first question to her was, I know you don't have collision insurance because it was an older car, but do you have comprehensive? And, and she really did not understand at all what I was talking about. And, Bill, it, it just kind of broke my heart because I know that col- comprehensive – I understand somebody not carrying collision on an older car, but comprehensive is another story, right?
5: Well, we've gotten into this world where an awful lot of people make a 1-800 call and they say, I'm paying this amount per month and the whole discussion is on how to get under whatever amount you've been paying without a discussion on all the different options that are available. Comprehensive can be five dollars a month. It can be fifty dollars a month. It's generally for average car about 10 percent of what the collision insurance would be. Then there's some cars that get stolen a lot. So those are considerably more but it's one of those things that we always make sure that we tell people this is what it cost and these well, and, de- and a perfect
3: example for me is old red which you know bill mm-hmm. is you know is my my 1995 Dodge Dakota i'm obviously not going to carry collision insurance on it at this point however i do carry comprehensive and it's paid off on New, tree branches at it. let, that let fall me go over and, some of yeah.
5: the it covers fire theft vandalism a tree falling on it, tornado, hail, glass breakage, running into an animal, and even flood, which is a big one in a lot of areas. Flood's covered under comprehensive coverage. And then in some states, that's expanded. So in some states, it's an all-inclusive. It's got to be one of those things. And in some states, it's all all except. But uh, in some states, even acid rain's covered. Uh, some paint problems are covered, um, I've known a case where a gas can turned over in it. I mean, you have a gas can turn over in your car, you got a much bigger problem than you think. So comprehensive can expand from those things that I listed to a whole lot of other items too.
3: And it's not for old Red. My comprehensive, if I'm not mistaken, it's like twenty bucks a month. I bet it's probably less than that. Yeah, I know it's not a lot. And and then I had a dear relative that had stayed over at a friend's or they, you know, they were looking at buying a trailer and they'd parked their car over there that night along with their son who also had a car and they couldn't sleep in the middle of the night so God li- literally saved them because a dam broke overnight and they had taken the son's car but left his car there well he lost his car because he didn't have com- comprehensive insurance had he had comprehensive insurance you know 15 20 dollars a month whatever it was he would still have a car Wow, but he had his life, which is obviously there you know you critical, but I just wanted to bring that out today a little bit as we're talking about some of these maintenance lies. You got plenty of time to call in 8664
1: true tells me a different story The true.
3: We are talking maintenance lies today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Sometimes it's kind of hard to discern what is the truth and what is the lie when people come up and say, well, your car needs this and this and this and this. And so we've thrown some of these out here. And the one I meant to finish in heaven is you need to flush your brake fluid every spring, true or false. But before we do that, we have Diane is in Belmont, North Carolina. Diane, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Which one did you want to try?
6: Good
4: morning, how are you?
3: I am wonderful.
4: Good. I was, uh, I drive a 97 Tahoe. Wow. Four wheel drive.
0: Yeah, I I had one of those.
4: I'm concerned about, I do have the oil changed and the tires rotated every 3,000 miles. Uh, So I was questioning that if that was the truth that was true
3: (laughs) that's a good thing to do that's a good thing to do and and i would say um how many how many miles do you drive i mean do you drive a lot during the week do you drive a thousand miles do you just drive once or twice how much do you drive
6: uh
4: i live one mile one mile from my work so i don't i don't drive a Oh lot. It's got
3: 174. That is awesome. Well, here's here's some concerns and if you look in the owner's manual, which is what I really recommend you do above anything Robbie says because it's kind of like the bible is an authority over you know us cuz you know God made us and so he has the right to make the instruction manual and so Chevy has one too and Chevy will give you very specific instructions. But if I'm not mistaken that what they consider to be high-maintenance cars, they do recommend you change your oil at 3,000 miles. And when you don't get your car really hot, like when you drive to work and you get there in a mile, your car never really heats up. And when that happens, the spent fuel and all gets built up in the oil because it doesn't get hot enough to burn the fuel and carbon out of the oil. And so it's actually, driving those few miles is really hard on a car (coughs) if you don't change the oil pretty frequently. And so in your case...
0: The three thousand miles sounds like right on for her.
3: On the oil. On <clears clears> the <throat> oil, yes, sir. On the tires, <clears throat> I that one. You know, again, I'm. Is there a lot of potholes or stuff like that when you're where you drive?
4: No, there was, but uh, finally they fixed the road. Now I do once or twice a week drive. <coughs> um, golly, I don't know how many miles it is to South Carolina. It takes me about 35 minutes.
3: That is really good for your car.
4: That's getting my car
3: heated up. There you go. Your car is thanking you for that one. You know, whenever you make that trip. But again, we want to err on the side of safe. And so you want to look at how you drive specifically. And what I would do is talk to the person that's actually rotating the tires and say, do you think these need to be rotated? Because when you look at tires... You can kind of see, wow, these on the front or need to be on the back, and 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 those kind of things. So, I don't hold to the rotate the tires every three thousand miles, but certainly tires do need to be rotated. Uh, but it it starts to begin to look at the wear and and go from there, Bob.
0: I agree with that, and I had a situation one time where I had a relatively good set of tires on, and I had a I stuck something. Somehow at the junkyard something got stuck in the tire and and I had it had to plug the tire, but a plug tire is acceptable in my opinion on the back, but you don't want a plug tire in the front. So I was, you know, could never um, rotate that set of tires again, and it's something I faced you know more than once because occasionally a piece of metal will get in your tire at the junkyard. It's just something that happens, you know, but uh, it just prevented me from being able to rotate. But I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, you can't over rotate them or anything, but if you're getting charged for it, you might could, uh,
3: you might could get by with
0: uh, with less than
3: that. Right. So you, so you have the, the issue of what you're getting charged, but again, every time somebody touches your car, You know, they can not tighten the wheel back properly. They can, there's a lot of chances for error and human error when you're doing something that doesn't necessarily be done. So I'd be careful is all I'm saying there, Diane. God bless you. Thank you for calling in today.
4: I'm going to ask another question. Oh, go quick. Okay, it's a 97. Shocks never been changed on this car. But it rides, still rides fine.
0: Right. Then, Then don't change them. I made that mistake. I determined, uh... I myself had put too much air in the back tires and it started riding rough and I thought it was the struts and I went ahead and had them had it changed and just wasted money you know if it if it's riding good you don't need now, to change and, that And the
3: other thing is somebody can Hope check don't those don't fix it. Yeah, don't fix it. But you can push down on the fender real hard and see if it starts to to wobble there's a way to check shocks pretty easy and it would probably be a good idea to have somebody check them but I would well, not I, replace I will do
4: that when I when I take it in. And okay. I always tell them to check my fluid. Do cars need greasing?
3: Not any, not mostly. any. Not, probably not a 97 to, uh, Tahoe. But again, check your owner's manual. So there you go.
4: That's what I do. Get out my owner's manual.
3: There you go. Thank you, Diane. God bless.
4: Well, you have been very helpful.
3: Well, I'm glad. I'm so glad. God bless you. All right. Well, Jasper, while you're getting ready to do that drawing for all these folks that called in, I do have to take the do you need a a brake fluid change every spring. And the answer there, again, is you check your owner's manual. Because if you happen to be driving a smart car, a smart car in the owner's manual tells you to change your brake fluid every 20,000 miles. So if you drive 20,000 miles a year and you're driving a smart car, you you need to change it every spring. (laughs) It's kind of scary. But if you're driving a Chrysler product like Bill, it doesn't mention it anywhere. And, and so you can kind of rely on that. And, of course, I've never changed brake fluid in a car in my life. Have you, Bob? No, sir. Not no, a sir. car I personally I've had a little. <laughs> but I'm told that a lot of the imports nowadays You might Mercedes, have had a lot of
5: copper and water
3: in it. Jaguar. You know it. <laughs> but I did want to get to, uh, well, let's do the drawing real quick, uh, Jasper, so we can see who won. I know a lot of people are anxious. Oh, he, he's got it shaking. All right. There you go. There, he's actually, this is real life. I wish the, the Facebook <laughs> camera could see Jasper's working hard to make this fair. So Jasper, who won? The winner is Jenny Metzger. Jenny, Yay! all right. Congratulations. You've got a VIP certificate coming your way, and we're looking forward to that. But very important on this owner's manual question, that when you go to find out, gee, I want to find out if I'm using the right um, coolant or antifreeze, and, and nowadays, cars don't all use the same coolant by no means. And this is one of the places is critical. You go to our owner's manual. What what coolant do I use? What brake fluid do I use? They're different. You know which oil should I use? What transmission fluid should I use? They're all different. But when you They're go, not to your, interchangeable. No. <laughs> and when you go to your owner's manual, you're looking for something very specific. You have a question. Well, you may know that the Great Commission is, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy. you may know that. But do you know that disciple means enthusiastic learner and learners need to have a question, right? Mm. That in order to learn something, you have to admit you don't know it. <laughs> and if you don't know it, then you have a question. And, and And one of the things that I really enjoy about being a disciple is is I begin to read the word, I'm looking for the question. What is it that I don't understand? Where do I need to check the owner's manual? You see the the application is that you've got this question. Yeah, you can go talk to somebody who's knowledgeable about the Bible. Just like you go talk to that knowledgeable mechanic. But if the if the owner's manual says different, you know, there's your authority. That's what I can rely on there's the truth I don't have to wonder where the truth and the lie is if I've got the scripture right that's backing up where we're going so wow how fun was this show thank you guys for being here my good wonderful friend call-ins
0: great today. to be here today uh do want to say happy birthday to my son Rob uh, it just meant a lot to be here today on his birthday yeah I know that's hard Bob
3: it's not we're going to celebrate the day he was born we'll mourn the day he died And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in 33 years.